0: The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy, the coaching staff, and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whitley, CBAs, and consultants, and sponsored by Advocate Healthcare, Hilton, and the village of Bedford Park. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak.
1: And a pleasant good evening, to everybody, and welcome into PNC Studios here at Hallis Hall, and welcome to the Bears Coaches Show with Head Coach Matt Nagy, Jeff Joniak with you until eight o'clock tonight. Happy New Year, everyone, as you head out for the evening. Stay safe out there on New Year's Eve, and what a magical time it has been for the Chicago Bears—a magical time for you, Matt. Uh, you finished the season with uh, four straight wins, nine out of the last ten. You finished twelve and four, and that part of the story is closed, and a new one about to begin. But we're gonna we're gonna break down all of that, but. First and foremost, from every Bear fan out there and everybody in this building, congratulations.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it was a great, great day yesterday. And just super proud of the team, the players, the coaches, everybody, uh, all the support to fans to put us in this position that we're in. And uh, like you just said, now it's time to roll and, and our guys will be excited to, to get after it. And there's only 12 teams right now, so we want to keep going.
1: Uh, Do do you mind talking about the game in a little detail before we uh, start looking a little bit? Uh, We're brought to you by Whitley Financial Advisors. There's so much to get into with every game. Because of how you guys play the game and how you call the game, how you design the game, how Vic calls the game, how he designs the game, there's really never enough time. There's so much to it, and it's so much fun to watch you guys play. You guys talk about how much fun you have, period. But it is also fun to watch how you guys play. You never know what's coming next and you're never out of anything on any down or any game. There's something to that I don't I don't know how to explain it, can you?
2: No I can't other than the fact that I I think uh just as a coaching staff in general, I feel like uh, our coaches do a really good job of communicating uh, situational football. And, and know, it, you know, whether it's uh, an assistant coach's idea, uh, a coordinator's idea, it, it's somebody that has a thought. And, and or maybe sometimes it's a player that has a thought in these type of situations. And you always want to be able to use that to your advantage. And there's been times this year where we've done that. You saw yesterday um, with, with the punt situation. You just never know what can happen. But overall, situationally, red zone, third down, backed up four-minute I really like where our team's at. Situational football is
1: really the difference between winning and losing. You know, Bill, talk about Bill Belichick's success. They spend a ton of time on situational football, and I assume you do the same. We do,
2: and I think what's unique for us is the, is we were so consumed um, in OTAs and in training camp at just trying to get the foundation of this team together, whether it's offense, defense, special teams, that some of the situational stuff, uh, unfortunately, this first year can can fall by the wayside, hmm. but we've done a pretty good job throughout the year at picking and choosing certain instances that we feel like we can take advantage uh, of certain situations, and we've done that, and so I think I think it'll only get better. Uh, I, I can't promise that, but I, I do feel like uh, that is one of our strengths.
1: It, does it take longer
2: to work on situational football it, to get it right. It does, just because um, there's so many different... Like, for, for example, uh, if it's at the end of the half, there could be a major difference in a play call uh, for both the offense and the defense based off of six seconds and based off of nine seconds that's a three second difference but the play becomes different based off of those extra three seconds so that's just an example so there's just so so many areas to cover and then you throw all the rules into into everything that goes on and it can become uh, it can become at times a headache but we want to make sure we teach it the right way Uh, how do you
1: evaluate what's happened and
2: how do you evaluate, you know, you, you go back to week one, you know, you guys are
1: 12-3 and three since that game, and you, you, you know, I write down everything you say because there is a, there's a catalog brewing for for me from my perspective and just uh, talking with you each and every week as I do with you, um, that w- something was going to be positively learned from that Green Bay game. No matter what it was, you, and, and they
2: played like it the rest of the season. What was it? It was a... Uh... And ultimately, I think it was a trust um, with the players uh, and all of their coaches, all of us together. The biggest part of our success, I feel, is um, probably accountability, honesty. Um, understanding the why I think can be sometimes neglected in coaching and in life lessons Uh, all the time, you know, people find out, well, you did this wrong. You did that wrong. You did this right. You did that right. Well, why did you do it right? Why did you do it wrong? And our coaches have done a phenomenal job at teaching that to these players. So they understand it. So they either do it again or they don't do it again. And then that you get, you get it. um, And you get in that situation in the game and they use that later on uh for instance the green bay game and fast forward down to later in the season and it's just you become stronger that's the callous thing part that we talked about and situations adversity and that's what makes you a good team now you just did all of that for this right now so now you get into the playoffs and you get an opportunity where you're one and done or you keep going and all that stuff that we just went through for those tw- you know whatever it was the 16 17 weeks you now have a stretch of five weeks where you got to use it all.
1: Matt Nagy here on the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Fleet Financial Advisors here at PNC Studios at Hallis Hall. Uh, to me, it's it's been fun to watch these guys live in the moment, almost day to day. They talk about practice the way they do talk about games, and sometimes you do win games on Wednesday and Thursday. Um, but you can talk about it, about, hey, stay in the moment, put the blinders on, put the earmuffs on, but th- th- the guys have to be those type of people mm-hmm. to want to listen to that and to understand that. Will you never worry about yesterday or never worry about tomorrow? So is this just a little bit of a fortunate type of character in that room in addition to the coaching and the mix?
2: Without a doubt. Okay. But, but what, what, I, what I think is this, um, I know you've heard me say this throughout the year. Uh, when Ryan started putting this team together and then included me uh, almost a year ago, Uh, We we both were in agreement that in order to do this thing the right way, we need to do it with uh, with good, solid people, because in the end, there's going to be bad times and there's going to be good times. And how do you handle yourself? And I, I think. When the season ends and I reflect back on this season, I think I, I really truly believe that one of the things that we're going to be most appreciative as we build this thing is the fact that we're doing it with great people. And you just said that, and 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 now you take the athletic side of it and the the, the football side of it, and they're all great players. So when you have great players combined with great people, you get magical seasons. And we we're not we're not done. We're just getting started. Uh, and and by no means is this a magical season, but it's been a fun season, and and uh, that's what's so exciting about where we could. Get oh there's some magic
1: in it there's definitely
2: some magic in it
1: there, there's no doubt about it when we come back we're going to talk about third down what a killer day
0: it was on third down on both sides of the ball the Bears coaches show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues
1: Bellamy, Gabriel on white to the right. White's outside the numbers. Back to the left of Trubisky is Howard. Tight end left side of the line. Shaheen Snap. Trubisky. Giving to Jordan Howard. Howard searching for the goal line and punctures the end zone. He's in for the touchdown. His eighth rushing touchdown. Touchdown Bears. A run of six and a 6 nothing Bears lead here in Minnesota. Tone-setting opening drive with Jordan Howard starting out that drive. Uh, you know, in the 6 Super Bowl season, Ron Turner was the offensive coordinator here, and almost every every time, every series almost in the game started with a power O. And so you started with a power 0, Uh Kyle Long, obviously a big part of uh, starting out the game, but uh, that picked you six six yards up to start the day's festivities. And I was like, "All right, here we go. We're gonna get physical with these guys, and not gonna back down from that great defense." And then it included a 42-yard run, and it finished off with that touchdown run we just heard from uh, in yesterday's game with Jordan Howard in from the six. So. Uh, was that kind of the idea? Hey, we're gonna we're gonna attack. We're not gonna be attacked.
2: Yeah, that, it was. And, and you get into a situation like that where you have a loud crowd and you got a defensive line that can get after you in the past game. And it was a challenge to our guys up front to be able to come out there and, and establish the run and and to Jordan as well. So you saw that the first couple plays, you get fifty yards in two plays, uh, and, and when you could kind of feel like, okay, here we go, and and that's. Uh, uh, a credit to those guys for just completing their assignments the right way. Jordan made a nice run, and and uh, that was a, for, for sure. That was definitely a part of the game plan. Scoring first on the road, how critical is it? It's it's big because uh, you know it's it's first of all against that defense, it's hard to score. Uh, it really is, and and uh, you, you kind of knew what kind of game you were getting into yesterday, but you always like to kind of get that lead, uh, stay stay ahead, give yourself a chance, and that's what we did. Alright, so, third down. Mitch, 9 of 11, 124, and a 113 quarterback
1: rating on third down yesterday, and, and we cannot emphasize enough, and you throw in, you guys are 50% in, in the Week 11 game against the Vikings on third down, but in the previous three games, they allowed just nine third down conversions. Previous four games, 16, 50 for the Season. So you guys are 8 of 14 yesterday when you throw in fourth down as well. Just an incredible performance on third down. Was that? An uh, area of emphasis throughout the course of the week to, to absolutely give yourselves third and, and manageable third downs, and on the other side of the ball, you guys completely wiped them out on third down with the best third down receiver in the league, in Adam Thielen.
2: Yeah, it was it was an emphasis all week long. It was an, it's it, it always is, uh, but you really emphasize it against a team uh, like Minnesota on defense, who's doing so well all year long with that. So for for Mitch to go nine for eleven on third down with a one thirteen rating, uh, you know. <laughs> He's, he's playing at a level right now that's, that's really doing uh, wonderful things for this offense, and he's, he's helping everybody out. He's getting guys lined up in the right spot. It's loud. There's there's signals involved. And then you got guys breathing down your throat while you're making a throw, and, and he's doing all that. On the other side on defense, for, for them to, to not get their first, first down until six minutes to go in the second quarter and to go one for 11 on third down, as you said, against some of the uh, better receivers in this league, It just shows where our defense is at right now. And when you get into situations where you make a team fight for third down and you make them punt the ball as much as they did, you're always going to be in the game.
1: And you turn the crowd on them, too. Mm -hmm. Raining booze down there. And once again, that defense was playing fast. And I don't care who it was. Adrian Amos had himself. He's had a physical year to begin with. Uh, He he was popping people. Kyle, uh, you know, catch it, we're we're bringing you down. Uh, Kevin Tolliver comes in there. Boom! You catch it. We're putting you down to the ground. I don't know that there was one missed tackle yesterday. I mean, I I don't know. I watched tape, uh, but you watch it differently than I do. But uh, there, it was just really
2: sound fundamentals, and they're in the right place at the right time. Their confidence right now in each other is sky high. You love that going into into the uh, the, the into the playoffs, uh, and and then the other part of that when you play fast, that's because you understand where you're supposed to be. So you can play fast. These guys understand. And that's a credit to Vic for putting them in a situation to where uh, they can go ahead and just uh, l- let their play just, just go. And, and, and so if there's a crossing route across the middle, and uh, the guy knows he's going to get hit, he might pull back a little bit because there's a guy in the right spot. That's what they're doing, and not just on third down, but they're doing on first and second as well.
1: And all those guys that got into the game, you know, this this goes best, really, the preseason when you did rest your starters and got those guys some snaps. Uh, do you think even back then, seeds of confidence were planted in who they are and what you expect from them.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know if they knew that they were going to be at this point that they are right now, but you never know that going into a year where you're going to be at in in any, any phase, whether it's offense or defense, but... You know, you look at earlier in the season, and you saw a couple of those games. You start out the first two quarters in Green Bay, and you say, "Well, man, I've never seen anything like this." But then all of a sudden, you get into six games into the year, and four of the six games were like that. And now it stretches out. Now it's eight out of ten, and now it's ten out of. And you start saying, "Well, this is kind of normal." And that that that's a that's just a, a fun thing to have. I know I'm super pumped that they're on our they're on our side, and uh, it's it's comforting. But now, like. Now, now we go, and now it's now it's a time for them to uh, to step up here in the playoffs. What's it say? You led every game this season. Yeah, that's a that's all a, sixteen. That's a great stat.
1: And you never trailed in eight of them. Is that right? Well, let's let's keep that going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are eye openers. When you talk about a twelve team tournament, man, Bears are dangerous. I said that you didn't, but I know you think it. White whims and Bellamy scattered to the left side Cohen to the right of Mitch Trubisky Five on the play clock Bears moving right to left, takes the snap uh, Cohen, Cohen's got the goal line He barrels into the end zone for the touchdown Cohen's in from the three Bears up 19-10 7.46 left in the game Tariq Cohen capping off the long drive In terms of snaps, the 16 play The longest of the season Uh, Matt Nagy, how defining is it In the big picture of every drive you had this year
2: yeah, it's without a doubt one of the better ones that we had. And you go sixteen plays, you end it with a touchdown. You convert, you know, four four third downs uh, on the road in that situation after they had just scored. Uh, it, it's, uh, I just love where our guys are at. I love their focus. I love their uh, their ability to handle adversity. They're in a great spot, and when you have that, uh, that happen, it's just such a confidence booster for the rest of the game.
1: Mitch didn't run much, but he did run uh, on back-to-back plays. Uh, they were – I mean, th- those – are you happy at how and when he decided to do it?
2: Yeah, because he's not looking to run right away, but he understands that when he does pull the ball down and become a ball carrier, uh, now – you know, and I was on the sideline a few times yelling get down or get out of bounds and, and he did both of those uh, on both those carries but he's a weapon when you're able to run the football it, it's a weapon and, and the defensive coordinators know that it eliminates a couple coverages that they can run uh, because if they want to run those coverages he can beat you with his legs and, and, and he's been doing that Kyle Long 29 snaps how did he grade out how did he feel uh, I don't know if you've spoken to him today
1: at all or uh, are, you, are you happy with what you saw
2: yeah I talked to him last night on the plane and uh, everything was good. Really n- no setbacks at all. Uh, he, he was con- well conditioned. Uh, 29 plays was a good number for him. Uh, more than anything, just the mentality of knowing that he did it, whether it's the mentality of your injury or whether it's the mentality of just getting back into um, you know, hearing play calls and, and running your assignments the right way. But uh, he, he did everything we asked for him yesterday. I, I got to bring up James
1: Daniels. Um, wow, this kid is so young. And he played like a veteran yesterday, clearing out guys. It, 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 his strength and lower body power must be so significant at his age. Uh, it just seems like he's gliding guys out of the out of the way. And uh, terrific job. That and Jordan Howard continues to be an outstanding blitz pick up artist. He's attacking. He's not waiting. His cut block was big on the Kwiatkowski two pointer. Uh, is that something that you have learned and appreciated now from him? And and where
2: is James Daniels headed here? James is uh, he's at a point right now where the the game is is finally slowing down to him. He is so young; he's a pup. And what's scary is to think of what you just got done saying is is how well he's playing on the offensive line, whether it's pass protection or, or in run blocking. Uh, you put a couple years of of. Uh, Uh, of strength to him in that lower body and it's only going to get better and so to see where he's at now and know where he can be is exciting Uh, Jordan Jordan's been Jordan all year long I mean he's 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 done some things under the radar that not a lot of people see and we just appreciate that so much yesterday I think he ended up with 21 carries over 100 yards a couple touchdowns uh, and and when you're able to Get that run game going with him and that offensive line; it just helps you out in the pass game. And uh, you know, we started out early with some runs, got away from it for a little bit, and then went back to it. And that's just who Jordan is. So you play the Eagles. So uh, I actually didn't grow up a, an Eagles fan, uh, but being around them, I had a bunch of friends that were, and I still to this day have a ton of ton of family and friends back in in Pennsylvania that obviously are big Eagles fans. Uh, but my first coaching job in the NFL was with Philly and and they gave me the opportunity that's where Coach Reed was and so I I spent three three good years there and had a great time learning how to be a coach so I still know we drafted a couple guys we actually draft when I was there we drafted uh, uh, Brandon Graham their defensive end and Fletcher Cox so they're still there on defense and uh, Jason uh, uh, Jason Kelsey uh, was at center and so and Peters was there at tackle so there's some guys there that that was there when I was there and of course there's coaches and, and uh, howie roseman the GM a lot of history there so a lot of respect and then Doug and I being together yeah. for so many years but it'll it'll be a fun one so,
1: so much respect for, between the two of you guys boom now you're
2: you guys are in the same game it, it's 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 wild it's, it's it's but you know that when you're both in the NFC and uh, I know, I know uh, Doug really well. I know his family. Our wives know each other really well. Our kids, um, you know, when you're when you're in the trenches like we were for six years, um, both hip by hip, uh, watching so much tape together, uh, going through game plans together, sitting down with Coach Reed, the three of us. I mean, we have story after story, so we know each other really well. And now being removed from for him getting his, you know, this is his third year away from Kansas City. Uh, and us being together, things change offensively for for him and what they do. But uh, so there will be some chess match to it, and and but in the end. Uh, win, lose, or draw for both of us. There's that friendship and and appreciation for how we do things.
1: Well, we wish you nothing but the best uh, in the preparation this week. Should be fun. It'll feel just like a regular season. You know, you got a 340 start. Are you happy with that?
2: I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sunday. I I like our spot on Sunday, for sure. It's good. But I'm, I'm really thankful for a home game in front of all those fans at Soldier Field. They're going to be rocking and rolling, and I can't wait. Ask them every day. They'll pay you back.
1: (laughs) Matt
0: Nagy,
2: congratulations.
1: Happy New Year to you and your family. You too.
0: The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and this hour featuring offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich. Brought to you by Whipflee CBAs and consultants and sponsored by Athletico Physical Therapy, Verizon, and Miller Lite. Once again, the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. Bellamy out to the outside right. Snap is back.
1: Here comes pressure. Picked up by Howard. Throwing deep. Going for Gabriel. Diving catch.
3: It is in the end zone. Gabriel the grab. What a play from start to finish. To review the play, the receiver didn't catch the ball. However, he was down by contact at the one-yard line. It'll be Chicago's ball.
1: Single. A tremendous throw and a tremendous catch by Taylor Gabriel uh, falls one yard shy of a touchdown. It would have been something to see if it counted as a six pointer but the Bears did punch it in. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show here at PNC Studios at Hattlesaw with Bears offensive coordinator Mark Heffrich. Happy New Year my friend. Happy New Year. What a what a road performance uh, that that 41 yard throw when uh, Taylor goes airborne to catch it. What what a, what a precise throw and a great catch. Uh, too bad and knee down. You want to have a guy rewarded for <laughs> yeah, that yeah, kind of effort.
3: You're greedy. Jordan appreciated it, but no big time play, uh, big time throw, great protection. Uh, that's something that that you, when you look back all night, no turnovers and no sacks mm. against that defense is a is a tribute to everybody. You know everybody involved. Uh, and, and and it was good to see TG make a big play. Would have loved to him for him to score and and going down getting banged up was too bad. But uh, yeah, big time win. Yeah, he's been
1: talking about you know that he he'd like to be a part of that you know deep ball. Uh, but the white teams have been playing have been taking it away a little bit.
3: We'd like we'd like him to be part of that <laughs> be a part of that too. But yeah, people people are playing off of him, people are playing over the top of him with two guys and, and so then hopefully that, that opens up somebody else and, and Mitch recognizes it.
1: Challenging on a day when, you know, you didn't have Allen Robinson. Taylor has to go out with some sore ribs and, and, and Anthony Miller with the shoulder popping out or whatever happened there on that uh, fly sweep. But uh, boy, Kevin White and Javon Wims. It just proves, again, what you guys as a coaching staff have done. And Tom Thayer and myself, we've talked about it almost every game. And it, it goes for the, every coach on this team. You have got your guys prepared for just about anything at any given. No moment has been too big <laughs> for any player. I mean, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong.
3: No, I think that the guy, kind of the unsung here the last couple of weeks, has been Mike Furry, our receiver coach. He's done a phenomenal job. We we had some weird things happen, not only in in the games, but uh, in practices. But but those guys have been ready, and, and he we haven't skipped a beat. Uh, you know, you just go to your other your your weapons. You get 79 in there, and and. Yeah. Get Get your, your, your backup <laughs> linebacker in there and create some some more offense, but no, those guys and you said it, Kevin uh, Whimsy, they they made some plays, made some big time plays with the ball, without the ball, uh, and so that's a good sign.
1: Could have very easily been zoned out at this point in the season. Absolutely, I, I, they're not yep. going to play me. Yep. You know, we, we're rolling, we're a playoff team, we're winning, everything's solid.
3: You're you're, you're I mean, dead wow. right. It says a lot about who those guys are, you know, and and how much this team means to them, and that that's that's. That's neat to see. So for those
1: folks who only got a glimpse of seeing Javon in the preseason, um, what did you get yesterday? What are you getting from his skill set, even though it's raw at the moment?
3: Uh, yeah, that's a great description. We think he has a huge ceiling. He's a guy that that is big. He's strong. Uh, he's got a great feel for for space for route running. Uh, he and Mitch had, had that that kind of a 15-yard stop route, uh, which was a big third-down conversion. A couple other big big-time kind of uh, rhythm throws that that you know normally it takes a little bit longer to build that chemistry. So he's kind of a guy that that is a he's an easy target to throw to as a quarterback. You know where he's going to be when he's going to be there, and and uh, we're very. excited about his future
1: and Kevin White, uh, we we know what his skill set is. Uh, Stark crossed career obviously because of injuries and whatnot, and, and worked himself back into a healthy situation. But you know, you know, with a guy that size, he's going. He, so some of those throws were trust throws, weren't they? Even though Mitch. Hasn't had a lot of time with both of those guys.
3: Yeah, they were. We had a couple, really one other chance that that you know could have, would have, should have had a had a had a big time gain or would have been a, a big time gain. Kevin ran a great route, and then we had a couple other ones uh, right there at the end of the game. That last third down would have liked to convert, uh, which is just the top of the route and an easy fix. But no, Kevin has battled through a lot, and and uh, proud of him and, and his effort.
0: The Bears Coaches Show with offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues.
1: Snap back, glitches on, picked up by Howard, throwing right passes, caught by Wims wow. at a first down catch. Very tight coverage. You heard the yell. That's the Georgia rookie screaming on a throw to the right side. It's a big third down catch by Javon Wims. I had a couple conversations with him throughout the season, and sometimes you, you get to know these guys. Uh, they they. You know, are in the locker room every day. They're, they're not a part of the the, uh, the throng of media, so you talk mm-hmm. to them and you get to know them and, you know, I say, hey, just hang in there. Your time will come one day. And, you know, he, he does have that kind of mindset. You know, he didn't have great success at Georgia, really, until his final season. Uh, so he's learned how to be patient a little bit
3: I think so I think that's a great analogy you know he kind of just kept plugging and kept plugging and he's done that and he's done everything we've asked him to do he's been ready every week uh, there was no let's just say there's no you know no hesitation by any member of the offense when he was in there you know and and starting at the quarterback and, and through the coaching staff we have a lot of, a lot of trust in him and and uh, like you said I think that just says a lot about who he is and, and staying ready staying prepared when you know you're not getting. You know, catching you know catching them eight times every week.
1: Uh, you mentioned seventy nine playing the fullback position. <laughs> now you know you're always on high alert for everything in the book. But he played fullback yesterday. That Let, let's call that what it is. He, he played yeah. fullback and he ran a deep route,
3: and he looked good doing it. <laughs> I mean, he had two guys bracketing him. He did. He did. Hey, they 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 saw the scouting report. They knew where the weapons <laughs> weapons were. But no, he did a great job. Uh, that was something that we kind of wanted to. to you know, get into and dictate the the physicality of the game a little bit, and, and, uh, uh, you know, they had a couple guys out up front that that may have contributed to a little bit of help there, but uh, you know, Bradley's another guy that just he's he's earned a lot of trust in a, in, in a variety of, of roles.
1: Yeah, that's Bradley soul for those who don't know the numbers by heart at this late stage in the season. But he's a big guy who's a, a terrific athlete, was an outstanding pitcher in, in high school as well, could have easily played college baseball. He was telling me his uh, repertoire of pitches uh, <laughs> that could uh, rival, you know, Kyle Long's oh, yeah. fastball. He'll, he'll, you know? <laughs> he'll make you
3: aware of everything. He'll yeah, make you aware but, of a lot you know, of things. He's
1: yeah. he a big personality, though. And Absolutely you know there's a nasty to him I, throughout that game going back and watching the tape there was a lot of post play uh ear hustling as I like to call it <laughs> guys were taking exception to a couple things
3: yeah he's got a he's got a good little edge to him yeah. and and we love that if it's at the right time you know we would love it to be between the whistles you know and 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 have him do his thing uh and and run back to the huddle and do it again you know take care of business between the the snap and the whistle so you went
1: in there basically sending a message on that opening drive that you're here to play some physical football today because I assumed Minnesota was going to be that way just because of their head coach, Mm -hmm. Mike Zimmer. Mm -hmm. He's that type of guy.
3: Right, yeah, the defensive-minded, you know, pound it, pound it, and convert on third down, and, and we kind of flipped the script a little bit. That was what, what, what we kind of talked about going into it is, is uh, you know, as Nags did a great job all week long emphasizing we, we were showing up to win the game, and they had to take it from us. And the biggest thing of all is just being turnover-free and and, yeah. and sack-free.
1: Well, now that's three straight games, I believe, for Mitch, and quarterback ratings over 100 in three straight games, so as he hit his groove right now
3: uh he's done good things you know and and again i think we're just always scratching and clawing and striving for better and and there's things that that every single one of us can do better and and, him included and and uh you know now philly presents a completely different challenge uh and and you know a different different preparation than really anybody we've we've played this year
1: Well tell me why in a second. You can help deserving families by donating a winter coat for the Chicago Bears Jewel Osco coat drive at participating Jewel Osco locations now through February first. Donations benefit the Salvation Army here with Mark Helfrich. So why is that? But preparation make it a little different. Yeah. Aside from the obvious, it's the playoffs.
3: Right, yeah, it's the playoffs. You know, they're they're the champs and, and you know, you have to knock out the champ type of, of mentality going into it. Um I think you can start and end by Haloti Nada is listed as a backup. <laughs> right I mean that that's that kind of yeah. just says yeah. to their depth and talent up front is is how, how good that guy is, how physical they are, athletic they are. They just present a ton of problems up front. Uh, the back end they have, you know, they have had a couple injuries and, and, and guys have been in and out. Uh, but up front they are they're unbelievably talented and just tremendously deep.
1: And that wide nine of Jim Schwartz, uh, Michael Bennett, yep. Tim Jernigan, Fletcher Cox, who's an outstanding All-Pro uh, Brandon Graham, and then you know you mentioned Haloti. Not as a ba- so is Chris Long a backup? <laughs>
3: exactly, exactly. You know Chris Long so. just comes in and rushes the passer, and, and unbelievable feel for for how to defeat. However, he's being blocked. You know he's he's doubled and he slips inside or spins. You know he's got just an elusiveness that is is impressive. And Graham is just playing at another level. Yeah.
1: The fronts that you guys have played this year, from Buffalo to New York Giants to the Detroit Lions to the Vikings, Miami. I mean. They've
3: had you've the Rams, faced some the Rams. really
1: yeah. good fronts
3: this year. Would you agree? No question, and and yeah, unfortunately, we're going to be well prepared. Um, it's just it's just deeper, you yeah. know, is what it appears to me, and as as I've you know gotten into whatever five or six games at this point, and um, the you know the Rams just think you know as our fan the Rams up front is a is a is a good analogy of, of that mm-hmm. that kind of speed power, uh, and then schematically they they do a lot more. Uh, from a coverage standpoint than, than the Rams did. Uh, and that combination is uh, just recognizing up front, communicating it, and then then executing
0: The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Maggie continues exclusively on the home of the Bears. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. WBBM.
1: Back on the Bears Coaches Show brought to you by Whitley Financial Advisors here at Hallis Hall at PNC Studios with Mark Helfrich. One more segment in our remaining moments as the Bears get ready to take on the Philadelphia Eagles in the wildcard weekend at Soldier Field. Our pregame will get started at 12.30, kickoff at 3.40. Against the Eagles. And join me, Tom Thayer, and Luke Canelis for Bears Game Night Live. Brought to you by IGS Energy. We'll recap every Bears game Sunday nights at 10.35 p.m. on Fox 32 Chicago. Scratching the surface a little bit on the Philadelphia Eagles. Want to go back to a couple things offensively, though, uh, that has transpired. And I touched on it with Matt about the performance of James Daniels as a young man who's just scratching the surface as well of his career. But he, he... doing a heck of a job in there man
3: he really is he's improving he's battling and that that's a hard thing to do man you're a 21 year old young buck rookie against some of these vets that are you know he's played against 10-year vets he's he's played against all pros multiple multiple all pros and he, he's gotten whipped a couple times but but he hasn't skipped a beat from a confidence standpoint and that's that's impressive uh here he is is you know constantly harping on on everything with him because we know we know what's in there and we, you know we want to squeeze everything every every drop out of him but uh getting getting him cody kyle back together and 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 getting shorn up kind of that guard center guard uh area is going to be as we discussed vital yeah. uh getting ready for philadelphia
1: and you know kyle long as well as anybody uh what did it mean to him yesterday and what will it mean to him actually playing a playoff game first time in his career
3: yeah big deal you know big deal he's a he's a big teddy bear at heart and and uh to see him you know just just the the joy not only not only in the game but to uh, to be able to to practice again and to to get out there and and lift and run you know do those things totally you know ingrained with the team not that he was like some you know removed guy but you are right physically yeah. removed a little bit in terms of being on on uh well, I mentally are, too just, a little bit, yeah. you know, and that's the but battle. He, he yep.
1: did say he was at it. every meeting, took notes, yep. copious notes, plant, prepared as if he was going to play the game that allowed him in his mind to get ready to play a Viking team. He mentally prepared for uh, in week eleven. Um, was that something organic? Was that something you ask your, your injured players to do?
3: Well, you you ask him, but that's another thing to ask him, and then it's another thing to do it, and just go through the motions, and it's another thing to, to you know sincerely prepare. And I really think he did. He 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 did ask questions uh, a ton in whether it was a protection meeting or an install meeting or, or or whatever. And again, that that says you know this this means a lot to that to the, to that guy and to get back healthy. And I think going back to when he was injured, we we charted a course for hey, we you know we're going to need you in the postseason. We're going to need you to finish you know finish this deal out, and he. He took that seriously.
1: Yeah, years ago, uh, I don't know if it was his rookie year or not. It may have been, or maybe a second year that Bears played the St. Louis Rams, and he had to go up against. And he did not like the idea of that. And I, I'm sure deep down he still doesn't. I mean, they're super yeah. close. Obviously, it's a unique family. Um, but maybe the maturation of being a 30-plus year old now has has uh, curbed that, and the appetite of playoff football will will forget about that. But it is a unique situation. I had somebody asked me. Well, the, someone that's less informed about the game say, now, do they play on opposite? Yeah, they're playing on de- He's a defender, and he can kill your quarterback.
3: Right, right. So
1: that's going to be the interesting sidebar story to this.
3: No, it's it's it, unbelievably, you know, uh, cool in a lot of ways and weird, yeah. you know, in a lot of ways. I think probably more so for their parents of, of being out there and, and, and watching the game. But, you know, hopefully they, they you know we we come out on top and everybody plays great and stays healthy and all that stuff but he'll he'll be playing he'll be playing his tail off regardless of you know what last name is on the opponent this week and and you know throughout the season
1: as it happens so it's Bears Eagles and Matt Nagy's first coaching stop in Philadelphia that whole tree you know even in quiet moments did you guys even think that this was something that could happen and what do you think maybe it's been unspoken because you guys live in the moment and don't talk about tomorrow or yesterday for that matter, but with Matt, just how it must feel for him. I mean, he touched on it a little bit. Just as coaches, did you guys discuss any of these types of things?
3: Uh, you know, yes or and no. I mean, I'm yeah, team I mean, Blaine. yeah, I mean, you're, you're kind of playing the what if game just as much as, as, as the average fan would be to, to a certain extent, but then we have to go and, you know, do something about it. So like last week, you know, there's, there's different thought processes of how we game plan, why we game plan, uh, what we want to do. Uh, again, not, not, Looking forward in any way, but just of, of yeah. you know fighting the battle that's in front of us, and then being prepared for you know whatever happens, uh, and and it just so happened that probably the lowest percentage thing happened, and and now we're ready to play, you know play Philly, and and it is a huge challenge, and, and Doug and and Matt's background together is is that that's cool too, you know again that's probably another one of those, uh, it's not quite playing against your brother, but but close.
1: Yeah, and you. Uh have had a ton of success. You've been in big games your whole life, um, but to, for a first-time NFL coach to be in this scenario, how's it feel?
3: Well, lucky. You know, lucky in a lot of ways, and, and our our guys earned it in a lot of ways. And I think when you sit here on on you know Black Monday, as as it's yeah. obviously known in the coaching profession, and you see however many openings now, a quarter, one. you know, a quarter of the of the franchises changing up you know head coaches and all all that stuff that that's reality you know to be to be where we are and to to do what what our guys have done and what matt has done is special and we have to we have to savor that then at the same time not 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 savor it and 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 just prepare for the next thing what have you learned oh a ton i mean yeah a lot you know i think uh the 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 we don't have enough time to go through everything certainly the game management type of of scenarios is just way different uh, in the nfl number of plays uh, all, all those things we've talked about before yeah uh you know and then i turn around and watched the dallas game this morning i think they had 111 plays or something like that 100 and something plays against philadelphia so a, a couple of those pop up every every now and then but yeah learned a ton uh and and excited to Compete in the next one.
1: The powerful noise-canceling technology that helps NFL coaches block out 80,000 screaming fans can get you closer to the music you love. Learn more at www.bose.com bears. Bose, the official headphones of the Chicago Bears. Well, hopefully the Eagles will need headphones on Sunday. <laughs> hey, you know, f-
3: real loud. Yeah, our uh, fans have been awesome, and we appreciate it and keep it up. And I also have to wish our son Max a happy birthday. January 1st, baby. So oh, there birthday, you go,
1: yes. me, Max. How old Max? Max is going to be twelve. 12 he's he's just starting he's just starting out happy (laughs) birthday to Max and good luck with your preparation this week appreciate it thanks Mark Helfrich the Bears offensive coordinator that's going to wrap us up for Matt Nagy Mark Helfrich Dan Barilli Jordan Treadup Andy Gersher and I'm Jeff Joniak it's Bears Eagles wildcard playoff Sunday 1230 pregame kickoff at 340 thanks for listening everybody have a great new year and a healthy one this is News Radio 780 at 105.9 FM WBBM